Hello everyone and welcome to Journey to Success Radio, a show featuring people and companies who are making a positive contribution to the world. This show will help you learn how to apply success principles in every area of your life so that you can make the most out of your skills and talents and accomplish more of your goals. To find out more about the show, please visit www.journeytosuccessradio.com. Welcome, everyone, to the Journey to Success Radio Network. I am your host, Taylor Tagg, and we have a very special guest with us today. Her name is Dawn Watson. Now, Dawn is an author. She's an international speaker and a forgiveness mentor. It was recently featured on the Tony Robbins documentary, I Am Not Your Guru, which is now available on Netflix. And in that program, she had a very powerful and emotional intervention. And she'll tell us a little bit about that intervention and, more importantly, what has happened in her life since that 2014 Date with Destiny seminar. We'll also talk about Dawn's new book and the work she's doing now with people regarding forgiveness. So we're thrilled to welcome you, Dawn, to Journey to Success today. How are you? Thank you. I'm doing amazing. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for calling me to, to, to be here at this moment. And I think I've never been better. I've never been happier. I've never been um, in, a, in a state of it's amazing to be able to feel beautiful, feel amazing within so that I can be able to pass that forward to other people and uh, bring a message that is so important to me because it changed my life. Everything that I'm sharing now with other people is truly um, something that I lived and I went through and, and changed my life forever. So it's, um, it's amazing to be here and talk about that. Well, let's talk about that a little bit. For people, some people who are, know exactly who you are and what you've been through. For other people who are just turning, tuning in for the first time, they want to l- learn a little bit more about you know, where you came from. And so people kind of pick you up on this documentary with Tony Robbins and the Date with Destiny seminar, which you had an extremely powerful intervention with him. So tell us a little bit about, about what led you to Date with Destiny and the, the steps that were present for you going there. Yes. Well, um, for those who don't know, I grew up in a very closed um, commune called uh, the Children of God, later on known as uh, the family. And my whole childhood, I grew up in this community, um, which was more like a cult. It started in the U.S. by uh, David Brantberg. And it was a very, you know, started off as something beautiful, people wanting to serve God, wanting to talk about love and um, bring heaven on earth as they wanted to, but also led to a lot of crazy beliefs as, um, you know, love and sexuality and how the only way to express our love is through sexuality. And so a lot of difficult things um, went on in these communities and abuses such as sexual, mental, emotional, um, and spiritual went on. And leaving the commune at a young age and seeing life and having to explore um, a life that was completely different from everything I lived my whole childhood because this commune, it was kind of a, not only an emotional prison, but a physical one. That was what we, what I grew up in my whole life, not knowing what was in the outside world or being able to study in schools or anything else. Um, to me, it was a very, very difficult moment of searching to heal because there was so much pain within from coming from 
that environment, but also wondering what is love? What is God? What is um, life really all about? And uh, that sensation of being robbed from my childhood, robbed from my innocence. And uh, in the end, who is, who am I, you know? So after years and years of going through a lot of uh, experiences with myself, trying to understand, trying to forgive, but um, not really understanding everything, you know, not getting all the pieces of the puzzle and being able to see the whole um, image of my life and what I had gone through really got me into a moment of desperation, of complete desperation. Um, and uh, I never forget the day I started speaking with a friend and I said, I don't want to suffer anymore. I'm suffering so much. I'm hurting so much. I see people hurting. I see so many, so many of my friends that came out of the cult, just like me that had um, um, committed suicide. You know, so many of my friends still lost just like me in pain, just like me. And I said, I need to find a way to heal so that I can also desperately be able to help those around me that are in pain too. And, um, and I began to speak with him a little of um, this connection that I started having with my soul, with a part of me that was wiser, stronger, that had this, um, this, this deep certainty that, that there was love, that there was um, a way to healing, even if another part of me was completely um, destroyed and sad and, and thought that there was no way out. And I started to explain to him about these two forces that, that lived within me and, and, and how I was um, dealing with all of that. And he said, you know, you need to see this guy called Tony Robbins. He, you know, a lot of the things he talks about, um, I think it's really going to resonate with you. And you also, um, you talk about the soul and you talk about a language um, that you, you're discovering. And he, I don't know why, but I think you, you need to connect with his soul. He told me, he said, you just wow. need to connect. So, um, so that day I got back home and I went on YouTube and I literally watched every single video you can imagine on YouTube that is Tony Robbins. Um, I watched and I just stayed glued to the, the screen on my computer because everything he was talking about, it was, it was a language of the soul that was a language that I understood within me that was keeping me alive, that was keeping me hopeful, that was telling me that there existed love independent of all the examples and all the pain that I went through and that there existed hope. And I thought, wow, someone across the world that I never even heard about is speaking that same language I need to connect. It was just this deep need to connect. I didn't know why I needed to connect. I didn't know what I was going to say. I, I wasn't prepared to be able to expose a lot of the things that I was going through and the pain that I was experiencing. I was very close, but I just thought, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I just need to connect with this soul. And so I checked it up. I saw Date With Destiny. And for me, I said, I need to go to the event that he's going to be 24 seven so I can have better chances to connect with him. Um, so I talked to one of the vendors that sold me the ticket. And at the time I didn't have money whatsoever to be able to buy the ticket. And I told him, look, please, I need to get there. I need to go. I just need to connect with him. And um, I said in the beginning, I don't have money to buy this ticket. So can I make a video and send it, uh, the pen drive to you? And can you somehow get it to him? And he kind of laughed and said, Dawn, that's what every single person, thousands of people want to connect with. <laughs> kind of hard. <laughs> 
And I had no idea how big he was or how many people wanted to connect with him. I was like, no, but you don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> but then um, uh, he was like, okay, you know, connect with him on Twitter. Sometimes he responds Twitter. So I spent weeks on Twitter sending him messages and no reply until I said, you know what? I need, you know, to do everything I can to get myself there. So I decided to leave the apartment that I was staying at, um, sold all my furniture um, and said, you know, I'm just going to rent a tiny little room for me where I live, where I stay. It's not important. My value is I need to get myself there. And many people thought I was crazy. What do you mean? What are you doing? And I just said, I don't know what I'm doing. All I know is the most valuable moment of my life right now is to, to connect with that soul. That's the most important thing for me. All the rest is nothing. I don't care where I sleep. I don't care if I don't have a house right now. I don't care if I don't have furniture. Um, I need to connect. And so uh, I finally was able to raise enough money to go and got myself um, to date with Destiny. And it was very funny because when I got there, everybody was in a very hyped, I don't know if you've ever participated in the Tony Robbins event. I have, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very hyped up everybody's yo go and you know clapping hands and and I was really not in that state I wasn't in that moment so a lot of people were like you know you should smile more come on you know you have to um get in the, the spirit of this and I was just like no I, I don't I just need to connect I'm like a woman on a mission I just need to connect that's all I wanted at that moment um and so many things led up to that I was uh, I got really, really sick actually on the, the, the second or third day. I got really sick because, you know, bottled up emotions and just uh, feeling like I'm never going to be able to connect with him because it's a, a crowd full of people. And then reality started to, you know, struck me like, sure. yeah, <laughs> it's kind of hard to, to connect with him. And, and, you know, this crowd is thousands of people. And, um, and then one of the doctors came up and said, look, we can see that you're sick. Um, you won't be able to participate in this event anymore because there's thousands of people and you're either going to have to put a humongous mask on your face or you just come back next year. And uh, that was a moment where I just started bawling and I said, no. please take away this opportunity for me. You don't know what it took me to be here. And, uh, and the doctor was like, no, I'm, you know, I'm sorry. Don't worry. You can come back next year. And so I, I grabbed one of the, the coaches and I started telling her a little bit of my story. And I said, please, I need to be in that room. I, you know, I, I'm just sick because it's emotional. It's not something physical. I don't have something contagious. And uh, she was like, okay, we're going to get you to the hospital. We're, you're going to uh, do this quick checkup, make the doctor write you a little letter saying that you can participate and then come back into this room. So I went to the hospital. The doctor was a sweetheart. And he was, he wrote the letter. He's like, don't worry, go get him, girl. You got to do what you got to do. <laughs> So I, I got back into the room and, um, and it was right that moment when I had come back to the room it was right the moment when Tony Robbins um, said, I want to work with people that are in pain, people that are suicidal. And, um, and that moment, my coach that was next to me, she said, Don, it's your moment. You stand up now. And as I stood up, my heart was beating. I didn't know what was going to happen. I don't know truly what was I going to say? I just felt I needed this connection. And the moment he, he, he looked into my eyes and, uh, you know, he had that way of first dealing with people the way he does in his coach way. And, and sure. 
And all of a sudden I just thought, I don't want to speak to you. I want to speak to your soul. And at that moment, it was kind of like, if you want to speak with someone's soul, you've got to get into yours. And it, immediately I just, it was almost like I just became a child and I just like, boo, I started putting out so everything that was within me followed up for so many years. Not one thought of what are people thinking? Oh my gosh, I'm standing in front of a thousand people and people are thinking, you know, what are they, what are, what are they going to think of what I'm going to say? Nothing. It was just blank. My mind went blank and my heart opened. And the moment that my heart opened, everything that was in there just started coming out. And at that moment, when I looked into Tony Robbins' eyes, I knew that he also had connected the soul because when he looked in my eyes, it, I knew that he saw me in a way that no one else ever saw me. And he saw the core. He saw my pain. He saw my good and my bad. But it was, um, it was a moment of pure, no judgment whatsoever. Um, and when I took my eyes off him and I looked at every single person in the room, it was the same thing. I saw in every single eye and people from different religions, different countries, different languages, everybody had stead, stepped up to a soulful level where um, there was not one person in that room judging. There was not one person in that room that hadn't connected with their soul, with their pain, with their, with their essence. And it just felt like home. It just felt like a feeling of, this is what makes us human. This is what um, is a safe place. It's a place of pure love and acceptance. And at that moment, I discovered that was the reason why I had gone there. It wasn't to follow another guru. It wasn't to, um, um, you know, uh, connect with him. And, oh, I, I, you know, I want to become a coach. I want this. No, it was a moment that I went there to be free from my pain and discover that there was nothing shameful about being vulnerable, nothing shameful about experiencing pain, that all of us go through that. But um, the most powerful thing is that when you are liberated from that, then if you live in that space of freedom of, of liberating that, you will automatically liberate others, that I didn't have to do much for those that I loved, that if I entered into that space, I would automatically liberate them. And for me, that was the biggest, wow, I, you know, um, that changed my life forever. That was a moment that truly changed my life was realizing the power of living in that space, living in your truth, owning your, your truth, owning your good and your bad. And just by being, that was the most powerful thing to, to be able to not only cure myself, but be able to help the other people that I love so much and that I wanted to help. Yeah, and I, and, I, and I see that if you go back and watch that scene, and we encourage people who haven't watched uh, the documentary, I'm not your guru, to go check it out. It's I've seen it several times. It's extremely powerful and emotional. I've watched it several times, and I got emotional every single time. And like you said, you just opened your heart and let the love pour out, and it was very evident. I mean, I, it, it was hard not to shed tears over and over again. And, and I know that was a, a turning point in your life. And yes. you know, since then, you, you've done some brilliant work in the world and you've got a, a passion for helping people. So tell us you know, a little bit about what you're doing today to, to help people in the world. Yes. So um, like I said, one of the, the biggest things for me was you don't have to talk a lot. You just have to be. And I've been working with um, young women that experience similar things um, that I've gone through 
physical, emotional, um, and sexual abuse and how to help them not only liberate it within them, live in their truth, not, you know, um, hiding, but also learn to forgive. Because for me, the most important thing in my path also was forgiving. And forgiveness is something so important. I think it's one of the most important things in life because that's part of liberating your light and, 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 and um, giving light to all the dark hidden places of, um, you know, our pain when we, we hide it within ourselves, it stays in a dark place. And when you can't put it into the light, um, you'll just live in a suffering state forever and ever. And so I've been working a lot one-on-one um, -on -one coaching young women. Also, now I'm starting to do lectures and workshops about forgiveness and the importance of not only forgiving, but understanding and also living from a soulful level, you know, forgiving from a soulful level because there's many stages to that and um, the importance of going deeper so that you can also live in a deeper, um, um, in a deep, deeper way, you know? And I've also put out my story through an audiobook, which I'm super excited. It just came out last month. And it's, I wanted to create a, a totally different way of, of uh, expressing my story. I wanted to do it in a video where people could feel me. They could see me. They could, um, it's almost like I was speaking to one person. And, and if I could help one person through that story, then you know, it's worth it. And so I wanted to be able to do that and, and feel that connection with people. So it's an audio video book, um, 19 chapters talking about my journey, you know, living, coming from a religious cult, going through um, um, sexual, emotional abuses, um, experiencing rape. How was I able to be able to come back home to myself, come back home to um, my essence and my soul and understanding that no one else has the key to my healing. No one else has the key to my freedom within. The key is within me. And many times pain is something we run away from. But if we pay attention, a lot of times pain is bringing us back to our essence and bringing us back to that connection with our soul where there our soul is a place of clarity. It's a place of wisdom. And it there is the key to your healing. Um, and so it's really this process of my journey towards that and understanding that and it's, you know, a lot of people were like, oh, I'm, I'm scared of reading that book because it, you know, um, it must have really difficult things. And I said, you know, this book and this, my story, I don't come from a place of suffering and pain. Therefore, I do not transmit it in, a, in, in suffering and pain because um, every experience brought me so much and taught me so much. And that's the place where I transmit it. And that's how I want to be able to pass it on to other people. So we don't have to live in our depressive stories and sad stories and, and, and make it heavy and sad, but the opposite of that, um, even coming from difficult moments, we can find our light. Even if we go into our darkness, there we will find our light. And that's what I want to pass to people. I've been able to sample that book and, it, and it's excellent. Uh, it's, it's an audio and video book. And so tell our listeners how they, how they can find it if they're interested. Yes, on my website, um, donwatson.me. And uh, you can only get it on my website. So right now, um, future, I want to be able to put it out there in other sources. But right now, you can only get it on my website. And then uh, you have the login. So you can always go back and uh, or you can also download the MP3. So you can listen to it in your car and 
wherever you want. So yeah, it's on my website, donwatson.me. Yeah, we encourage everybody to check that out. It, it's an excellent, excellent book. So Don, let's talk a little bit about some of the finer points of forgiveness. And I'm, and I'm really curious because I know your, your story is a, a tremendously powerful story. I mean, you really went through a very, very difficult childhood experience where your whole world was a certain way and you had to come out of that. And, and people are in really tough situations and they're wondering, how do I come out of it? And so what I'm curious, what led you to forgiveness and then how has it really been able to impact your life? Well, I think the first thing of leading me to forgiveness was understanding that the same way me, Don, human, was capable of loving and hurting, um, that, I, that other humans that were around me that did things to me were human just like me, capable of loving and hurting. And understanding that was the first thing of leaving a state of judgment. Because when we're judging and we're looking at the people, how could someone do that? Or even people that see the commune, how could this commune do such terrible things? But if you look deeper into it, this commune was constructed of people just like you and me, just like everyone that, um, that has that capability um, to be able to hurt and love. And, uh, and so getting into that space of, wait a minute, I wanna go back and I want to see things in a way where I'm detached from my emotions. I'm detached from the little girl that's hurt instead of going back into those memories that were very painful as me, as the person that was hurt, I'm going to detach from that person. I want to go into that same situation, but looking from the outside, looking from a third person where I can observe myself, but I can also observe the other situations, the other people and look beyond, look what they were feeling, what they were going through. Um, what was their real intentions? Because Sometimes if someone has the intention to truly hurt you, then you need to forget. You, ha you have to really forgive that person for coming from a place of, okay, that person really intended to hurt me. Um, and then it's your choice to let that go and forgive that person. But many times people hurt us without the intention of hurting us. And therefore you just need to understand. Um, and so many of the situations in my life that I needed to forgive, I truly just needed to understand because entering into their life, seeing where they came from, the situations, the pain, everything else made me, wow, I'm not the only one bleeding. I'm not the only one hurting. And from that perspective, took me away from the victim and made me see we're all part of this process. And then came a moment of, wait a second, to forgive, to understand, and now to see that every situation is happening for me in a way that I can evolve, that I'm growing, that I'm um, becoming a better human being, that I'm connecting to a depth of love, a depth of understanding that I would never be able to understand and get into that depth if I didn't feel uh, these things, if I didn't go through these things. I would never be able to connect with other people and, and to their pain if I didn't, um, if I couldn't feel that. So everything began to make more sense and it was almost like pieces of your puzzle come together for you to have a bigger understanding. And when you understand, that's when you're able to truly start to forgive and leave your judgments and forgive yourself too, because 
when you know when you have yes. um, these judgments towards yourself, um, you're not you're not able to to understand and forgive yourself either. And then if if it doesn't start within, it can never uh, go outside to other people. Yeah, and I think you know, a lot of people really struggle with the self forgiveness piece. I think it's the hardest part for people to forgive themselves, to give themselves a break, to let themselves off the hook. And so it, it, it's, it's one of the, the things that they really struggle with the most. So yeah. let me, let me ask you, is this forgiveness stuff all it's really cracked up to be? Definitely. Definitely. I think that, um, there's a lot of books. There's a lot of, I mean, even in the, in the, the cult, I heard so much forgiveness, forgiveness. God wants you to forgive your other because it's good for you to forgive. And, um, there's so many things that talk about forgiveness, but, and sometimes we think, oh gosh, I don't want to forgive. Or, you know, the Bible tells me I have to forgive and everyone has a way of looking at forgiveness. But I think that, uh, Forgiveness is so much more than sometimes what we hear or what we read in the books. It's something that you'll only truly understand when you make a choice and a decision to, to go within yourself and say, I don't want to suffer anymore. What do I need to do? What, what steps, what emotional work do I need to do so I don't have to carry on suffering? Because I will experience pain, but I don't have to suffer. And then that's a decision you will make and you will see how necessary you know, forgiving from a soulful level is important. And not because you read it in a book, because you will have that personal experience of I'll only be able to truly be free and find love and live on a soulful level if I'm able to let go of pain. And how do I let go of pain? The only way is to be able to first come at peace and love and forgiving yourself so that you can do that with others. Yeah, wonderful. And so I'm, I'm really curious because a lot of people really struggle with this, with this forgiveness thing. And so why, is it, why do we really need to forgive and, and, and why do we have such a hard time with this? Well, I think that we have, I mean, I can, I can say from my experience, um, you know, I had a, a really hard time forgiving because I couldn't see the whole picture. I think many times we only see us. We only see our pain. We only see our vision of the situation. But it's so important to see that you're not an island. And, and that's why we get hurt because, you know, we're not an island. We affect other people. And um, the minute that you see, okay, I was hurt because I'm part of a community. I'm part of a world. I'm part of a group of people. And so for me to be able to heal i also have to know that it's not just me it's you know we all have this connection with other people and it's important um to have that notion that you're not the only one hurting you're not the only one bleeding we we have to really um have that conscious state of let me look to the side let me uh, let me you know be able to see my mother or my father or my brother and maybe they hurt me but maybe they're too they too are hurting have you ever thought why or, or, or have you ever stopped and, and, and paid attention to their life and what they're going through? And maybe, you know, like they said, hurt people hurt people. And so, um, you know, I think it's get, get away from just the ego of looking at yourself and feeling like you're the big victim. And the whole world is against you and the whole world is hurting you. And uh, um, why did this happen to me? And know that we are all suffering as a collective. We're all hurting as a collective. And if we help each other in this path, in this journey, we're going to see that we're not alone in our pain, but we're also not alone in this process of healing. 
we're all doing it together, you know? You made a great point. I think when you're really focused on, on the pain, it's, it's almost like you're in a tunnel vision. You can only see one thing in one path. And I know from my experience, when I forgave, you know, it, everything opened up, life opened up. Then I saw the pattern that was there. I saw the, the, my abuser's pattern, what had happened to him, doing the same to me, and everything began to make more sense uh, when I took that step for forgiveness. And so for people you know, asking themselves right now, okay, how do I incorporate forgiving into my life? How do I use forgiveness to make my story better? So do you have any tips you can share with us on, on how we do it? I mean, it, it's people almost forget how to forgive. Yes, yes. Well, one thing that was really important to me in the beginning was, first of all, for me to be able to go external, I have to also go internal. So to forgive someone else, the first thing you need to do is know you because we don't know who we really are. We, we don't even know sometimes why we're hurting. Sometimes we feel like, I, you know, I, I don't know why I can't stand my mother. I don't know why I can't stand um, this, this person. I just, and we don't know why we're truly hurting. So understand yourself, go have the courage to go inward and a journey within who am I? What is the causes of, of my pain? Why am I hurting? And when you're able to go inward and um, bring to light your darkness, knowing that it's okay, we're all, we're all made of light and darkness and, and both of them are here to, to, to help us evolve. So don't be afraid of your darkness and know that bringing it to the light, that's where you, you have clarity. That's where you can um, truly see things in a different light. And so for me, it was writing. So write down, start to write down where, where are the sources of the pain? What are you exactly feeling? Um, you know, put it out there because the more you're able to put it out there, either writing or either looking at yourself in the mirror and talking about it, not with anyone else. Now it's just you with yourself. And then when you brought all that pain into the light, then you're able to look at it and analyze it and say, okay, now I can be able to work with this. This is, this now became something that's within my control. It's not controlling me anymore because now I'm aware of it. And then it comes the process of, I need to, I need to heal it now. I need to let it go. I need to release it. It doesn't have to be, I don't have to carry it forever. You know, I want to be free from it. So the process of releasing it is the process of knowing that it doesn't serve you anymore. It's, it, you know, um, it's not going to, it's not benefiting you. You can even do a balance, you know, if, is this pain benefiting me in anything? Is it, um, or is it dragging me down? Is it stopping me from having relationships with my parents or, you know, relationship with my boyfriend or girlfriend or wife or whatever it is, you know, really put it on, on the balance. And then if you see that it's something that's just dragging you, just bringing you pain and suffering, then know that, okay, I want to release you. And that was a, a big point for me was, a minute that I, you know, I had all of that on paper and then I just had an exercise of really, I release you. I let you go. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm releasing this pain. I'm releasing this. I'm, I'm, um, I'm permitting you to continue your path and it's, it's not pause in my life anymore. And then, um, the moment you're able to release it, then you're able to, okay, now that I'm able to have done that with myself, I release that, I forgave myself, I let that, um, that feeling go, 
now it's the time to do the same process with others. But don't try to do it with other people if you haven't been able to do it with yourself. Yeah. So start with you. Yeah, well, I always. Well, and in your book, too, you mentioned this as well, that if you said, if I didn't let it go, there would be no room for love. Yes. Can you talk about, about that a little bit? Exactly. Um, because it's, it's, you know, it's just like uh, uh, when, you, when you're so filled up with anger, hate, um, you know, sadness, suffering, pain, then it's, it's really like you're, you're, you're filled up with all of these, these feelings and these things that you're holding on to. So it is really hard for you to be able to interact with people and have a true com communication and, and truly love. You know, that's why uh, many times I would just operate in a superficial level. I'll love you in a superficial level. I'll interact with you in a superficial level. But because I didn't have space for that. But the minute that you empty yourself, the beginning you'll feel like, oh my God, I feel so empty. It's this feeling of just, I need to fill it up again. But, but then you feel like, no, you can fill it up by when you're with other people, when you're interacting with other people, their love and your love and that interaction, that's gonna fill you up. And for me, being able to help other people now and being able to um, tell them my story and, and tell them my lessons and see that I could help them in any way, that fills me up every single day because now I have space to receive people's love and I have space to also you know, live in, in, in a space of love, in a space of connection with my soul. And so, uh, and, and, uh, so when, when you're able to truly let go, like I said, yeah, it's, it's really amazing how you feel empty, but at the same time you feel filled with love and, and you feel like you always have something to give and you always have something to, to receive. For those people that, you know, are saying right now, gosh, I would love to work with you, Dawn. I would love to learn how to bring my darkness into the light. I would learn how to love again. And what's, what's the best way to get in touch with you? On my website, I have um, a little part where I have, uh, you know, working with Dawn, um, where I do individual coaching. And I also have this course that will be coming out uh, in a couple of weeks, which I think is going to be amazing, um, which is called, you know, Forgiving from a Soulful Level. And it's, you know, a program where I'm going to help you and walk you through these levels of forgiveness and these exercises and these meditations and these releases that I think will be super, super beneficial. And it will also be on my website. So looking forward to, to sharing with all of you soon. Yeah. And encourage everybody to check that out too. I know that that will be beautiful. And as far as coming out the other side and being able to, you know, live this life of passion and love. Now I'm going to share one of my favorite quotes and you, you can expand on this if, if you like it, but it's by Elizabeth uh, Kubler Ross. And she says, the most beautiful people we have known are those who have known defeat, known suffering, known struggle, known loss, and have found their way out of the depths. These persons have an appreciation, a sensitivity, and an understanding of life that fills them with compassion, gentleness, and a deep loving concern. Beautiful people do not just happen. Wow. Wow. I love that. I love, love, love that. And I, I couldn't agree more. And uh, one thing that I, I always say is scars are a proof that you have an amazing capacity to heal. And so there is nothing shameful 
about your scars. We all have scars, but sometimes we're all trying to hide up and we're all trying to, you know, um, put an image out there that we're perfect, that we're untouchable, that we didn't know that we, we look amazing and our life is amazing, but we all have scars. And these scars are nothing to be shamed about, but they're beautiful. They shine because they're that proof that your, your body, your soul, everything within you has that capability of healing. And that's the proof of it. So um, what I can say is don't be ashamed of your scars. Be, be proud of them and share them because the more that we share them, the more we're able to help other people live in their truth, to live in their vulnerability, knowing it's nothing shameful and be able to know we're not alone because sometimes we have that feeling that we're alone in our pain and we're not. We're, we're collective, we're a group, and we're all here to learn with each other and help each other in this beautiful path called life. And uh, from there's also a, a, a phrase from Marianne Williamson, which I love so much, where she says, when we are liberated from our fear, we automatically liberate others. And so if you're worrying, you know, I, I, I want to be able to become liberated, but I want to help other people know that if you live in that space, if you take care of your safe place and you, you liberate yourself from those fears and, and have the courage to own who you are, own your truth, then the people around you will be impacted and will change just by your presence. And it's the most powerful thing ever. It really is. And I know in the forgiveness workshops that I do, just to place a non-judgment of love and just being present with other people and encouraging them on helps the forgiveness process. And, yeah. and being that and, and, and uh, is wonderful. And we encourage everybody to, again, go check out Dawn's website which is dawnwatson.me that's d-a-w-n-w-a-t-s-o-n.me and check out her her wonderful book and her coaching services so last question for you don and and this is a you know journey to success original here what what really has life taught you and now makes up the heart and the passion of of what you do for people well um, I think, my, well, one of my greatest passions in life is to live and love and forgive from a soulful level. To me, that is the core of living. And to be able to do that is understanding and living with the good and the bad and knowing that that's part of what makes you human. That's, we live in a world that's made of that good and bad and we are going to experience things that sometimes we'll feel that are unjust that are painful but we are not a slave of that we don't have to live suffering we can use we don't necessarily need pain to grow but we do experience pain and so understand that pain can bring you into a deeper depth within your soul to get to meet this beautiful person that lives within you, that has the capacity um, to truly make your life a beautiful experience. So the core of my, of my life is truly to inspire other people to not reject and run away from pain, but understand that pain is uh, a gift. And within that gift, um, you will be able to understand the beautiful things that life wants to show with you to you and, uh, and be able to share that with other people and live from a soulful level. So that's my greatest passion and that's what I wanna be able to inspire and pass on to, to other people that no matter how far away you've been taken from your essence, from your soul, there is always a journey back home. 
and there is a, a place, a safe place within you and a key within you towards healing. And if you go into that journey, you'll find the key to live a beautiful, beautiful life that we all deserve to live. Well, and you do an amazing work out there in the world, Don. We appreciate you so much for joining us here on Journey to Success Radio. Uh, this has been truly a pleasure. Thank you. It's Thank been an amazing pleasure, too. Thank you so much for what you do, too, because I think the more and more we're able to be vulnerable, talk about our stories of forgiveness and pass that forward, um, we, we will truly create a better world. Because imagine a world where we will experience pain, but we don't have to suffer anymore for that. And imagine how beautiful that would be. Unbelievable. So part of that. <laughs> well, and again, thank you too for Don Watson for joining us here on Journey to Success Radio. You are listening to Journey to Success Radio Network. You can find us on Journey to Success Radio Network.com. And we'll see you soon for our next amazing success story. Bye for now. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Journey to Success Radio. If you or anyone you know would like to be interviewed for the show, email tom at tomtutall.com for details.